This is exactly right. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 is out now on Exactly Right. New episodes on Mondays. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. My favorite murder. The men guess so. Where we read you back your shit. Do you love it? You do. Then say it. Then <laughs> <laughs> scurry my down the Scream it to your car. <laughs> okay. This one's called Haunted House Story. Lighthearted. Sweet. This is perfect. It's We're in fall at this point. There's like, lots of haunting stories. There is. This is good. Yeah. I just finished... Uh, wait, sorry. It says... Uh, Hello, ladies, non-ladies, and animals. (laughs) (laughs) Perfectly. I just finished the episode Sprankers, which reminded me (laughs) of a terrifying haunted house experience. I'm sorry. Sprankers is as funny as the day it happened to us. And we put an exclamation mark on it. It's called Sprankers. You have to say Sprankers. Sprankers. I have a corrections corner soon, but this isn't it. Okay. Uh, Okay. I just finished the episode. Is it not Sprankers? It's Spanker. No, it's some. I'll tell you next episode. Okay. I just let me repeat what I said. Great. I just finished the episode. Sprankers. Sprankers, which reminded me of a terrifying haunted house experience. Northwest Minneapolis is well known for the Soap Factory, which hosts a haunted house in its basement each October. Eight years ago, my then boyfriend slash now husband and I went with another couple on what was supposed to be a casual double date. Fucking couples dates, man. The haunted house started with a self-guided walk through complete darkness in which we found our way by following a rope. That's Mm-mm. cool. Mm-mm. Then there were a few jumpy parts. The creepy guy <laughs> chasing us on stilts. That's <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard. But he can't. That wouldn't be scary. Yeah, but he can like, get further along. and come at you. But he can get further along. Faster. Yeah, but I'll just fucking push that stilt over. <laughs> That's the end. Dit, dit. Goodbye. Okay, well, what about and an interactive family dinner with an alcoholic father holding a gun? <laughs> God, that's fucked. Whoever made that haunted house had some fucking issues. They had, They were just drawing deep from the well of their own fear catalog. Charlie, what's the scariest thing you've ever experienced? My fucking dad. <laughs> Near the end of the haunted house, I was directed to face a wall. I was then blindfolded and taken away from my friends. Nope. After being pushed into a new room, I felt my body being turned around and I was laid flat on my back. A woman removed my blindfold just fast enough so I could see a solid wooden door close in front of my face. Yes, ladies, I was in a coffin. 
Oh, no. I completely froze and kept repeating over and over to myself, it's not real. It's not real. I, simu- I simultaneously heard the other woman... F- you can leave that in when I fuck up words. Like <laughs> <laughs> Steven goes to note the time, and I'm just like, no. I, it takes me three chances to say simultaneously. Left, leave it in. I simultaneously heard the other woman from my double date screaming, help, where are my friends? <laughs> After we all got out of our coffins, my boyfriend informed me that after a few seconds in his coffin, he realized he wasn't alone. There was a woman waiting in the coffin who whispered in his ear, let's play a game. No. And then put a rope around his neck. Uh, Needless to say, we have not been back to any haunted house since. Quick shout out to my murderino mom, Lori, who introduced me to Stephen King when I was way too young. And to my murderino mother-in-law, Julie, when we were first introduced, she said, you're from Wisconsin. They have the best serial killers. (laughs) True. (laughs) Stay sexy and don't go to a haunted house on a double date. Danny with an I. Oh, oh, my God. That stressed me out so bad (laughs) because and I know we've talked about this before and I've said this before, but. Any haunted house situation, seasonal, uh, not real, is set up. Those are just actors. So you have to trust that the person in the coffin with you is saying is okay enough that they would want to do that for seasonal work and yet still be know that they aren't allowed to harm you. I mean, isn't it weird to like be what if the person who you're trapping for fun and play in a coffin has this like has some fucking claustrophobia issues and, and starts beating the shit you. Yes. Yeah. Like you don't know, or like has an issue with I don't know a rope around their neck or has a knife in their pocket yeah. I mean like anything could happen no I'll stay home and I pass don't, out candy I was already in the drama department I don't need that kind of interaction with people who want to whisper creepy shit and also there must have been a warning of some yes. kind or like a thing you had to sign away to be like I know this is okay that I can't even imagine the behavior that I would be exhibiting if I had to walk through the dark following a rope. And that was the beginning yeah. of the yeah. of it. No, I'd go home. I it's would... the same thing like getting on a roller coaster. I don't want to. I'm not even going to wait in line. Yeah. Why do it? Wait in line for like the worst experience of my life. OK, sorry. This is no, no, me. no. I mean, I'm just I'm still there. <laughs> Are you sweating? I mean, because I don't like the idea that it's in a basement of a soap factory. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't it, know. What it just I means it's the creepiest place they could find outside of Minneapolis. I think you made up the basement. No, you're right. Yeah, I fucking didn't. <laughs> because the second you said it, I was like, oh, no, it's all cold and lower than the ground. <laughs> I've never had a basement, so they don't really scare me. <laughs> I, I like have one it. now, but it's fine. Get in there. Okay. Okay. It's just full of cat litter boxes. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty scary terrifying. In and <laughs> the subject line is the ghost of Route 26, the Merry Night Murder. Mm. Hi, MFM family. I'm a little late to the murder party, but I mean, it's not a party. (laughs) But since I've started listening, I have been binging like crazy. My hometown murder is a pretty crazy one, mostly because of the ghost of the victim has been seen many times Mm. over the years. Anyways, I live in a sleepy little town called Poland, Maine. Hmm. I wonder if it's like That's where Poland Springs is from. The delicious water. Could be. We'll look into it. (laughs) With just a few thousand living souls and possibly a few other spectators. So it's a tiny town in Maine. I love love it. it. Every year when October rolls around, the stories come back to life about the murder of Mary Knight, also known as the ghost of Route 26. Mary Knight was gruesomely murdered on October 6th, 1856 by her husband, George, who was 20 years younger than her. Holla. (laughs) Mary had been ill for quite some time before her 
murder, many people, including her doctor, believed that her husband was poisoning her. Oh, fuck. That night on the 6th, Mary was murdered in cold blood while she was lying in bed with George's 83-year-old mother. What? It's said that for some reason she had gone to bed with his mother that night, maybe because she felt the evil that was soon to occur. When Mary's body was discovered, people at first thought it might be a suicide, but it was soon clear that she had been murdered. A few days later, George was arrested for that murder of his wife. He said the word murder 15 times. While the scene of the murder is just down the road from my house, the home is no longer there. The homestead changed hands many times over the years, but the house is no longer. This leads us to the ghost of Route 26, who is believed to be Mary, a woman in a white dress, sometimes resembling a wedding dress, has been seen walking or hitchhiking along Route 26 no way. many, many times. Once my mom was driving by a cemetery on Route 26 and she saw a bride in the cemetery <gasps> getting her photo taken. Maybe it was a real bride in a cemetery. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a ghost. <laughs> Action. <laughs> nope. She's got one foot up on the yeah. on the tombstone. Um, that's, it was a goth. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. It was a 90s goth. Goth high school students need to go somewhere. That's right. And it's not going to be the fucking mall. No. It's going to be the cemetery. That's right. Although I've never uh, personally seen her, many locals have. Some people believe that she's searching for her house that is no longer there. Aww. Whether the ghost is real or not, Mary Knight was still gruesomely murdered in my small town of Poland, and her memory will never be forgotten. Stay sexy and don't get murdered. Love, Nicole. Aw, that's so, like, a thoughtful a, tribute. A thoughtful, ghost-based, classic hometown. <laughs> yes, bring them on. Okay, this is called a hometown hometown haunting. Good old haunting. Okay. Okay. Hello, murder girls. And then in parentheses, it says, that's what I call you when I recap your shows to my husband every week. Oh, <laughs> I live in a suburb. Suburb? Probably. I live in a suburb north of Boston. <laughs> Is it in Arizona? <laughs> <laughs> Cute New England town, but not exciting until about six months ago. A resident posted a question on a Facebook community page. Has anyone else seen the ghost in Market Basket? Apparently, this person noticed an elderly woman, strangely out of place and dressed in Victorian-era clothing, wandering around the frozen food section of our local supermarket. (gasps) The strange woman apparently vanished into thin air, leaving ghostly vibes and goosebumps in her wake. (laughs) And for some reason, this Facebook post about the haunting went viral. Yeah, for some reason, it's the best. (laughs) Like local and national news story, front page of the Boston Globe kind of viral. News vans and photographers showed up in the parking lot, and I was getting extra texts from my friends asking if I needed a protein pack nope a proton pack to go grocery shopping do you need a protein bar to go grocery shopping i obviously need a protein right now um some reporters connected her ghost to a wilmington woman with a strange fixation on death her name was france hiller her nickname was the lady of the caskets incredibly wealthy thanks to her husband's medical career france hired a contractor to build nesting coffins and sarcophagi for the two of them so that when they died they could be laid to rest above ground She had a fear of being buried underground. Hmm. France used to dress up in her funeral clothes. Yes, she picked out her own funeral clothes. (laughs) Wow. And go lie inside her coffin, gazing at herself in a mirror she had installed in the ceiling above. When her husband died, France remarried a much younger man and made him legally change his name to that of her late husband. (laughs) And then it says, ah, sweet romance. (laughs) She became the first woman to hold town office when she served a term on, I can't make this up, the cemetery committee. What? When France Hiller died in 1900, she joined her husband on their funeral mound above ground until their tombs began to leak and they had to be buried underground in the 1930s. Oh, she doesn't want that. No. 
No, she's that's going to upset her ghost. That's classic haunting reasoning. This is the beginning of every haunted movie. That's right. Is France Miller the market basket ghost? If anyone's haunting my hometown, it's got to be her. A murderino before her time. She's probably pissed she ended up buried and she's taking it out on the frozen peas. <laughs> <laughs> Stay sexy and don't bother a ghost who's just trying to get the shopping done. Kate. <laughs> wow. Creepy, right? Yeah, but also... I... Mm. I get, you know, she's obsessed with death and da 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 and this and that. Then she marries a 24-year-old. Yeah. I feel like, lady, your problems are solved. How about living in the here and now? Yeah, you got a good. You got a good young man. That's right. <laughs> Did you hear that thing where they were trying to make up a story about how Elizabeth Warren was having an affair with a 24-year-old trainer? No. It's the funniest, dumbest fucking fake story. Right, right. And it's just made everybody love Elizabeth Warren even more. <laughs> Because they're like, so get it, girl. <laughs> they're like, somebody tweeted, like, how does she, she does four hours of selfies and then goes and has an affair with a 24-year-old yeah. that she then should be leading this country. Smokes her vape. Yeah. <laughs> to relax at night. Good. Yes. Get it. Um, send, Everybody get it. Get it and send it. <laughs> this is a good one. It just says hometown story. Hello. A few years ago, I was staying in a hotel in the Czech Republic mountains with my friend Kara. We were sharing the very last hotel room on the left at the end of the hall and also shared a small entranceway with the room to our left. So we could tell that there was no one checked into that room. One of the first nights in our hotel room, Kara and I were laying in our separate beds talking with the lights off. After a while, we both mumbled goodnight and the conversation stopped. I, of course, took out my phone and took advantage of the free Wi-Fi to connect with people back home in the States. While I was scrolling through my phone, my friend started sobbing quietly and somewhat pathetically in her bed. Oh. I paused listening to hear her crying and felt mostly uncomfortable since she wasn't typically a crier and I wasn't typically a comforter. <laughs> I locked my phone and listened, letting another minute pass, hoping she would just stop. And <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh my God. Just stop. <laughs> I can't help you with this. Please stop. <laughs> That's terrible. And trying to figure out just how to respond to this awkward situation since it's she wasn't. called, are you okay? Can are, I do anything? Yeah, I guess that's all you really need to do. Really you don't have to solve it in the moment. Yeah, you don't have to talk. You just let them talk. Okay. It's just the the uh, depth and breadth of like nighttime in the in yeah. the room sobbing. But here's a secret. If someone's sobbing and they know you can hear them, it's because they want you to help them. Right. Which then, you know, that triggers oh, yeah. the part of me that goes, now I will never help you. <laughs> See how I can be? Wait, okay. this isn't a story about me. <laughs> okay. I was just about to say something from across the room when Kara says, are you okay? <gasps> Uh-huh. I remember freezing for a second and taking the time to think, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. I put my phone down, acknowledged with annoyance that I was about to tell Cara there was a little ghost girl sobbing in our room. And after another beat said, I thought that was you. <laughs> Cara, of course, screamed, shot out of bed, flew straight to the light switch and flicked it on. There was no one there and the crying had stopped. Cara exclaimed that she felt someone standing next to her bed in the dark and thought it was me. Oh, my God. We both slept with the lights on that night in my bed, obviously, and made the mistake of looking up why little girls would be haunting the Czech Republic mountains. Uh, All we could find was that those mountains used to be a hiding place for Nazi soldiers who'd fled Hitler's army during World War II. So make of that what you will. Oh, stay sexy and don't get a hotel room at the end of the hall. Amber. That is terrifying. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Holy shit. Georgia, if you could time travel, where would you go? I'm thinking London in the 20s. That's a great call. 
Now, until time travel actually becomes a reality, you know, there's always June's Journey. Mm, June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a New York socialite living in London. June's world is turned upside down by her sister's murder, but little does she know that this will be the first in a long line of troubling mysteries. You'll play as June while she investigates beautifully designed scenes on lavish estates searching for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. This is a chance to test your detective skills. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed. Will you crack the case? Find out as you travel from this world into June's journey and experience the mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. If you're a business owner using Shopify, you know that was the sweet, sweet sound of a sale. But did you know that Shopify can also power your in-person sales? That's right. Shopify has the tools to help your business run smoothly from your sales page to the sales rack. Shopify manages your daily tasks like accepting payments and managing orders so you can focus on your customers. And now Shopify has leveraged their online capabilities to make your in-person sales simple and convenient. They offer low processing fees and transparent pricing. Plus, The sleek design of the Shopify POS will look great on your checkout counter. And because Shopify manages online and in-store inventory, everything is synced with Google. That means when someone searches for a product, they'll see that it's in stock at your business and ready for pickup. Join the millions of customers who trust Shopify to revolutionize their businesses. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at all lowercase shopify.com slash murder. Again, that promo code is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Don't forget the code is all lowercase. It's all lowercase. It's lowercase. Goodbye. This podcast is sponsored in part by Midi Health. Look, there's nothing wrong with aging, but if you're a woman over 40, you might be dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, or brain fog. These are all symptoms of perimenopause and menopause. And even though hormonal transition is a normal part of aging, it doesn't mean you have to suffer. The experts at Midi Health understand what you're going through and how to help. Midi Health is the only virtual care clinic for women navigating midlife hormonal transition. If you've never heard of menopausal care, that might be because 75% of women who seek clinical support don't receive treatment. It's ridiculous. But Midi Health is here to provide the support you need and deserve from FDA approved medications to lifestyle coaching and health guidance. All MIDI health services are covered by insurance and can be accessed through telehealth visits and 24-7 direct messaging. Your body changes in midlife, so your health care should too. Amen. If you're over 40, you deserve to feel great, so visit MIDI Health. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Goodbye. This one is called eBay Coffin, not as advertised. Uh-oh. Hello from my union lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> God bless it. God bless you. As a scenic painter in the film industry, I've had to paint my fair share of creepy props. Hello, jar of real bones. And spend late nights at creepy locations. Hello, haunted jails. Oh. But recently I had a run in with a real coffin that tops all my crazy stories. This coffin was actually the kind of pressure sealed steel box that small coffins carrying fallen soldiers go 
inside of. Oh. A coffin for a coffin, if you will. Uh, it got wheeled into our paint shop and dropped off with instructions to make a replica of it. The task went to me right before the end of day. Mm. <laughs> Bad enough if it's just like paperwork. Yeah. But then it's like, here, make this giant coffin. It says, coffin. so it's late. So it's nighttime. I'm alone in the shop working on my replica and I'm not feeling too hot with this real life steel body box next to me. I'd heard a rumor from a coworker that it came from eBay and was supposed to be unused, but that our boss had opened it and saw yellow juice inside of it and then closed it. Could have been pineapple juice. <laughs> you know how that goes. Oh, God. I wasn't sure if that was true since we all joked around so much in the shop, but I legit did not like this thing and had to hum to myself while I worked. <laughs> <laughs> what song? There's nothing like humming that comforts you just a little bit. Just hum Monster Mash to yourself. You'll be fine. <laughs> the next morning when I come into work to finish the replica, the prop master comes over and frantically yells to stop working because a crime scene cleanup team was on their way oh. to clean this coffin. No. Oh, it wasn't pineapple juice. Uh-uh. They'd heard about my boss seeing the juices in the coffin. <laughs> juices. Stop using the word it's juice. It's so horrible. It's really awful. And called the crime scene people the night before while I was alone with it for over an hour. Ugh. Barf. Anyway, the crime scene guys come out in their creepy van and put on their hazmat suits and swab the thing. It's not their fault that they have to drive a van. No, or wear creepy hazmat suits. Yeah. Over an hour later, they come back from the back of the van. I guess they had tested the swab. Oh. And simply say, yep, those are human remains. Got Going to have to rope it off. In their full crime scene cleanup regalia, they put caution tape around this thing and then squirt Clorox bleach a few times inside the coffin and wipe it with paper towels. And that's it. Then they closed it. What? The end. No. Apparently, that's how you clean a coffin with human remains in it. Clorox? Uh-huh, and paper towels. <laughs> Even though you bought it off eBay under a listing that said it was unused. Anyway, stay sexy and don't buy coffins on eBay, Kelly. Yeah. No, you needed to like send the detectives to whoever you bought this thing from. Yeah, I know. How is that the final? I guess them having the swabs, then they just take the DNA and go. You're. I don't know. They don't know. I need to know how this is going to get handled. <laughs> yeah, I do too. That's crazy. That's well, so creepy. Anything off of eBay is creepy. Yeah. Coffins. Did you see there was just a, um, some museum did a creepiest doll contest? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, can we see those pictures? Let's find them for next week's episode yes. for the Halloween episode. Yes. Good idea. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing scarier than a doll. No, it's the creepiest thing. It's un- unless it's a two year old saying "boy, boy." <laughs> And Teddy Roxman. Um, send us your stories. We're doing a special Halloween episode. And you yes. still have time to send us your stories at my favorite murder at Gmail. Fucking creepy shit. Ouija boards, ghosts, everything. All any. You could be a Halloween themed event, something that happened to you because of Halloween. It could just be something that's scary and goes along. Ghost stories. Um, your worst costume. Somebody that stuck their fing- their arm out from behind a curtain and rub- put their finger down your spine. Who was the creepy guy who would pass out candy in your neighborhood? and pass out like sunflower seeds or whatever and then your little uh child body would be sending alarm signals your the yeah. hair would be standing up on your arms yeah. and you'd be like let's get away and then later on 10 years later turns out they dig up the backyard <laughs> and they find pumpkins it's you Pumpkin just seeds. loved to raise pumpkins <laughs> and you it's you that is wrong this time um okay uh i'm not going to read you the subject line of this hi karen georgia and steven a classic mm. opening. Mm. I have a true ghost story for you that will warm your soul. 
My grandma passed away in October 2012 in Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, my grandma has seven children, but my mom and her were especially close. In the days before her passing, my mom and my grandma, my mom asked my grandma to send her a sign that she's okay um, when she makes it to the afterlife. Aww. Being that my mom and grandma were both religious, I'm sure my mom prayed for her safe passing and a sign from her as well. On the day of the wake, my mom distinctly remembers turning her phone off out of respect. But during the wake, she heard her phone go off at full volume. She was really surprised by this, so she went outside to check and saw a voicemail from my grandma's church. An important detail for later, the church is affiliated with the Mayo Clinic because the church is in a Mayo Clinic retirement community. So it was a Mayo Clinic phone number that called. When she listened to the voicemail, it was just classical music playing for two minutes, Mm. specifically string quartet number 21 in D, K575, Prussian number one, uh, Uh five, five, allegretto. No, I don't remember this detail, but I did text her to ask. At the time, she brushed it it off as a technical glitch. Then when we arrived home at the end of the weekend, she checked her landline voicemail Mm. and she noticed a voicemail from the same number at the same exact time as the voicemail on her cell phone. Chills. And guess what? She listened to the message and it was the same song playing. While freaking out, she called the church and asked if they called her during the weekend and the minister replied that he didn't call her once. <sighs> the church also never heard the song before and said that they'd never had that happen to anyone else. The minister said that must have been a sign from my grandma. Here's where things get even stranger. No, what? Remember how I mentioned that this church is from a Mayo Clinic phone number? Mm -hmm. The only time she's gotten a call from the Mayo Clinic that resulted in music playing on a voicemail was on the same day that one of her close friends passed away. Coincidence? (gasps) Or does my mom get voicemails from heaven routed through the Mayo Clinic? (laughs) 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 Love you all. Love your podcast. And I hope you love my mom's story, Michelle. Oh, my God. a weird little you know but the Mayo <laughs> Clinic is pretty great so the I Mayo Clinic does great work Heaven also apparently does great work from what we're told in cahoots maybe they're cahoots friends <laughs> I love it guys send us any kind of story at my favorite murder at gmail if you think it's entertaining if you think we'll like it if it's horrifying we just need it to be the truth that's yeah. all anyone needs these days and even slightly well written yeah it doesn't have to be no no Cer- certainly not this no. is not an essay contest it's not <laughs> it's a storytelling you contest you won't be graded <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's an hard. are you an okay human contest. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no and pressure. Stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, do you want a cookie? <laughs>